Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to the Claimed Podcast. I'm Anna Rova, your host, and let me tell you a little bit about myself if you're new to the podcast. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach, and I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract and keep committed masculine men or women who are already in relationships but want to change that feminine masculine polarity in their relationship. All right, everyone, welcome to episode five or rule number five for your 10 rules of being claimed from Anna Rova. If you're listening to the podcast, welcome, welcome. If you're watching this live via Instagram or in my IGTV, also welcome. And if you are listening to this on the podcast, know that this is going to be saved in IGTV as well. And this is our half fifth episode of 10 Rules of Being Claimed. So we're halfway through. So bear with me. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I'm Anna Rova. I'm a femininity and feminine embodiment coach. And I run a very powerful program for single successful women who want to attract their committed masculine men. So today's rule is rule number five uh, of the 10 rules of being claimed. And if you've missed all the other rules, I highly recommend that you start from the beginning, although they're not really connected, but I walk you through step by step through it. So rule number five in the 10 rules of being claimed is uh, trust words. Sorry, no, the other way around. Trust actions and not words. So what this actually means is, um, you know, this is this is quite a simple rule, but sometimes it's very hard to implement that in, in everyday life. And I don't know if it's counterintuitive, but I guess it is kind of counterintuitive because, you know, when men, when we deal with men or with other people in our lives, you know, we we kind of expect that when when people say something or when men say something that they're going to do, they're going to do it. And, um, you know, in general, when we deal with people, um, it's it's always, you know, we expect people to walk their talk, right? Um, and we expect men to walk their talk. But a lot of the times um, how it happens is that people don't walk their talk and men don't walk their talk and so that um that is deeply you know that's disappointing and it's sad and and that's actually one of the biggest things is is trust right because when can't you trust a person if you really um think about this and by the way men women not trusting men is a big issue and it actually runs deeper than just something on the surface it runs in our psyches and it runs collectively in our experience where women where a lot of women don't trust men and rebuilding your trust in men i've actually also wrote an article about this rebuilding your faith in men knowing that there are good men out there who you can trust to walk their talk and to be good healthy masculine men um you know this is something that a lot of women need to work on and that's definitely been part of my own journey so um and and you know that's how trust is built trust is built if you really think about you know everyday relationships trust is built on on actions and not words when when do you trust a person you trust a person when he tells you i'm going to be there at 5 p.m i'm going to do this i'm going to do that this is how things are going to work and when they do it and that's how you know they trust and it also trust also accumulates over time you can't trust a person right away and build that deep trust with them it actually takes time 
time. That's why, you know, to really trust a man. I mean, there is a thing where, you know, how like trust is also earned, but it's also given right away where, so there's a difference there, I think, between, you know, in general, in your being as a woman, to have a healthy relationship with men and with your men, you have to be able to trust men. Like in your psyche, you have to have a belief that men are good and you can trust them, which that's my belief. But a lot of women don't live in, in such a world, in their own world, in their head. Everybody has a world in their head and we perceive everything around us through what what's the story and what's going on inside of us, right? So there's that inherent trust in men that we have on a daily basis, like we trust the universe, like we trust, you know, the sun to come up and everything. And then there's also trust that is earned over time. And that's why, um, you know, a lot of the times when I work with women in the program, we talk about, you know, give men chances, give men chances to stand up, to show up and to prove themselves to you. Um, because it's one thing when you trust men in general, but then it's another thing where you actually open up and trust this particular man because you judge his character by his actions and not words. That's why the rule is trust actions and not words. So how there is this rule goes is, you know, I mean, men can talk whatever they want. And, and you know, and, and the rule goes, you only pay attention, pay attention to actions. And it's actually a skill, I feel, that needs to be developed and, and reminded because a lot of the times, you know, just like us, you know, m- men communicate their feelings, not a lot, but a lot of the times when they do communicate their feelings, they communicate their feelings. It might not mean much. It might not like, you know, I talk to women who are very much disappointed when men tell them things and then they hear it and they, you're amazing and everything. And in our mind, we actually translate a lot of the things that we hear into how we hear them or how we actually want it to, to to sound like right so we make up a story in our head that like if she tells you you're such an incredible woman you might interpret this as like oh my god he's really interested we might be exclusive now or like he's really into a relationship with me i definitely am guilty of that of coming up with stories in my head about, you know, where's this going based on what he's telling me. And we actually do this with other people as well. But specifically with men, obviously, like, you know, language is how we communicate. But there's a big difference between, you know, hearing what he's saying and not interpreting that as something else, as something that you'd like it to mean because you really want to be with him, for example. So I hope it makes sense. So what I really recommend is knowing that words are just words. And sometimes words are meaningless in the sense that, you know, a man might experience emotions with you in that particular moment, and he can tell you a lot of things, but it actually doesn't mean much unless it's followed up by actions. So pay attention to what he says and and very importantly, whether he follows through with it. And that's how you develop trust and respect for your men and don't let them off the hook, right? So it's also very important to keep men accountable for their words because a lot of the times, you know, he might tell you many things and then he might not do it. And if you see that, you got to tell him about it and you got to set up your own boundaries. So, you know, how do you... And I have an article about how to set boundaries with men and actually a podcast episode. You know, it's all about actions. Like if you want to be with a man who's there, who's present, you got to keep him accountable for it. And you got to set up consequences and, and, and communicate boundaries about it. 
So, and how you communicate boundaries about it. Well, actually, let's talk about this because I also have an article about this. But normally, you know, communicating boundaries is very important. First of all, you got to feel into them and then you got to communicate. So if a man doesn't do something when, let's say, you are with a man, everything is going great tells you a lot of things but he's not following up with actions then for you this is a sign this should be a sign of well I'm not sure if I want to be with this man because in the beginning of the relationship this will set up the tone of how the relationship will go forward and so if you're going to let things slip then you might end up in a relationship or I don't want to say even worse but you know in a very committed relationship going into marriage with a man who you can't essentially trust because you know that he doesn't follow through with his actions right I mean obviously as a woman you should do the same you know um and I don't know whether I should say that women have a little bit of a leniency towards that because we're more emotional and we're more in the moment like that shouldn't be an excuse I think as a woman for you not to follow up through your words um with actions but I think yeah I don't know I don't want to make that generalization in terms of like oh you know if women don't follow up with actions then that's okay I don't think that's necessarily okay but there is a I think there is a difference in how a man shows up when he says he's going to do something and then how a woman shows up when he says she's going to do something as well I think that's I mean that's a human trait right but when we put them into the perspective and into the filter of feminine masculine polarity dynamic And when we really think about, well, masculine energy is all about action and achievement and presence and holding that container and the feminine energy or essence is all about playing in that container and feeling the space and, um, you know, surrendering and letting go uh, of control, then then you can see how the masculine is really the one who is following up with actions and making things happen rather than for, for, for if you're a feminine essence woman, it's more about leaning back, being in the moment, being very much in touch with your feelings and um, and that energy within you. So in terms of boundaries, you know, when you communicate boundaries to a man, let's say, for example, he tells you a lot of things and says, you know, tomorrow I will call you at seven. And then he doesn't call you at seven. Well, it's time to set up a boundary. If, you know, you are waiting for a call and that didn't happen, like, what is that? Make sure you don't slip it through because, you know, he said something that he didn't do. And that should be an alarm bell because he's not following his actions. And so what you how you can communicate is through a shit sandwich, not shit sandwich. Is that a shit? Yeah, probably a shit sandwich of how you give feedback, for example, and you say something like, look, John, you're an amazing guy. I really am enjoying your time, my time with you. But the fact that, you know, I really, really so say something positive, then follow up with the boundary of how it made you feel. And then again, say something positive. So hi, John, I'm really enjoying your time with you and everything. But you know, it really, it really hurt me when you didn't call me at seven and you said you will. And it wasn't followed up with an apology or an explanation. And it really, I felt, um, I felt like my time was wasted and like you perhaps don't care. Uh, but I, but I know that you, and then follow up, follow up, close up with something positive as well. You can say, you know, I, I know that you're an, an incredible guy. So I, I hope that this is never going to happen again. That's it. Yeah. So you communicated this boundary and let's say you continue seeing John and John again, 
I don't know, next week on Tuesday tells you, I'm going to meet you there and there or whatever happens, I'm going to call you again. So if that same action repeats again, he says, I'm going to call you at 12, he says, I'm call you at 12, then you introduce a consequence. So, uh, and I've, by the way, I explained this very well in, in the article and also there is a podcast episode there about how to set boundaries with men. Uh, and if you Google boundaries with men, my article is going to come up on the first page. Woohoo! Um, anyway, so... You know, so next time you, you you do the same thing, but you introduce a consequence in that. So how, how I'm like checking my hair out. I should stop. Uh, that's what happens when we weren't on camera. So um, next time, you know, you say, hey, John, uh, I'm really enjoying my time with you where the, where this is going. But I'm really hurt, as you know already, you know, I'm, I'm hurt when you, um, you know, it makes me feel like, I'm wasting my time and I'm feeling disappointed that you're not showing up as you promised. Um, so then you introduce the consequence and say, look, if it happens again, I'm going to have to stop our discussion and move on, you know, something like that. So set up a consequence that's going to be painful because men learn through lessons. I mean, everybody learns, learns through lessons. And this is not about punishment. This is about setting your boundary and setting, establishing yourself up from the beginning as a high quality woman who has her own boundaries. But I mean, don't do that if you yourself don't follow through your words because that's not going to work. Um, so after that, you say, but but I know, so I know you care. I actually know that you care and that you will follow through. So I really hope that you will follow through because, you know, I'm, I'm really invested in this. I'm enjoying my time. And so that's it. And if John, unfortunately, does this again, hello, does this again, then you actually got to follow through through the consequence. If, if John says, I'm going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to call you on Tuesday next week. He doesn't call for the third time after you've set up the consequence. The most important thing is to follow up on this consequence and actually stop talking to John. You can stop talking to John for about a week, for example, until he realizes that, oh, oh this woman means business and that he's never going to do it again. And, you know, if he comes back and said, I'm really sorry, I'm never going to do it again. All right. Okay, John, I'll give you, well, don't say I'll give you the last chance, but, you know, give him a chance. And if he does it again, then it's time to move on because this man is not a man of his words, which means he doesn't follow through with the actions. So, and I know it's really hard to do, but you have to do it um, and you have to make yourself do it um, because it's really important. If you want to be with a masculine man who follows through his words and does what he says he's going to do, thus you're going to trust him, thus you're going to respect him, thus you're going to know he is there and he's going to follow through with his words and with his actions. And that's how you build the relationship with a masculine man. There's nothing more fulfilling for a woman to know that your man is there and he's going to do what he says he's going to do. Um, I have experience in this because my husband is like that and he showed himself from the beginning. I actually didn't even need to set boundaries or whatever because he, he like honestly, in the last how many years we've been together, four and a half, almost four and a half, I never had a doubt in my mind that he's there. And I had a lot of doubts with a lot of men before that. So when you are with this with such a man, it's an incredible feeling to 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 have in, in your body as a feminist as a woman that you can relax, surrender, and let go, knowing and trusting that he will take care of it. And of course, things slip sometimes, but most of the times, I mean, he has a whole system. He has an app, which is called Things. So he just puts down his things. He has a system on how to make it happen. So, and, and he does it and I love it. And how it actually started, I want to share with you a story before we finish. And by the way, if you have any questions, let me know. I, I want to share it with you a story and then an action for you. So 
you know, in our in our dating life, for example, he how how he really won me eventually essentially after pursuing and claiming me, how he claimed me is through an action step that really proved to me that, you know, I can trust this man. So I was in Colombia, Medellin, when I was a location dependent entrepreneur actually doing online marketing before this. <laughs> eventually all the roads led me to that. But um before this I was in Colombia where I met String. Um, and we met at a digital nomad meetup. And in the beginning, I was like, who's this guy? I don't even know you. Like, he wasn't a hell yes. Let's put it this way. And I actually actively told him to not waste his time on me. And then we just kind of continued talking. He was on my radar. I was I was working in these cafes and he magically was there as well. I don't, I don't, he had no game whatsoever. I don't know what was going on. But anyways, and so we just kept talking and I was like, but I didn't care. Like, honestly, I was so, I had my dating final set up and I didn't care. I was so in love with my life and I was really in my feminine essence fully. Uh, obviously, he was really attracted to that. And then one day I remember um, the ATM in Colombia ate my, um, sorry, the ATM, yeah, ate my um, debit card where I had all my money and my salary was going there and everything. And I was just literally left without money. And I mean, we were casually talking something, whatever, because he was one of the expats there and we were going on trips sometimes and everything. And I was... You know, I was just there having the time of my life, sometimes talking to him. I really didn't care. I didn't even see him as a potential, potential anything. And, you know, I just, I just kind of dropped it and said, oh my God, the ATM ate my card and I don't have any money. And I think we're seeing each other or something. I can't, we probably were casually having fun, if you know what I mean. And then he said, how much money do you need? And I'm like, um, I think it was maybe about 1500 US and I said 1500 US and then he was like um, the money is going to be on the table tomorrow and um, just give it back to me when give it back to me when you can somebody's asking me how old I am I'm 31 I don't know why you're asking this if it's relevant or not but I guess it is so yeah I'm 31 yeah and so I was and you know the money was there tomorrow and in my system like I it was a bit of a shock to me that a man, I mean, he in general is a very generous guy, like, and he trusts people <laughs> very easily. Um, oh, when we met, how old How old were you? Okay, sorry. How old were you? Yeah, sorry. sorry. Uh, I was 26. So you could say I'm 31. I was 26. And then, of course, you know, I was 26 and I could be in my energy. You, you could argue that at 26, of course, you can afford to be all of that. But, you know, through my experience with women, working with women and being myself a 31-year-old 30, now, um, that feminine essence and feminine energy and being a girl is actually absolutely possible for grown-up women. Uh, and you don't have to be like a girl, a damsel in distress or whatever. I mean, I had my life together. I was earning money and I was, um, you know, like I was in Colombia. I was independent. I had everything set up for me. But I had that, you know, I had that sense of feminine play and yeah, it doesn't matter if you're older. I mean, it does. It really doesn't matter. Honestly, I've I've met women who are in their forties and who possess that quality. You don't need to be twenty six to be in that. It's a certain amount of. It's a certain energy. And oh my God, how many twenty three year olds you can see that are totally in their masculine energy? It's not a matter of age. It's a matter of being in your body as a feminine essence woman, 
having an amazing life and feeling free and like you can let go and surrender and trust and men are very much attracted to that energy uh, i've actually interviewed my husband on the podcast if you want to listen to that and we talk about this and i asked him what attracted you to me and he was like you were just a girl i mean ultimately deep down no matter if you're 35 45 or 50 men want to be with a girl doesn't matter how old you are, the, the energy of a girl, not like little girl who doesn't know anything, but the energy of a girl, you know, I, I want my girl, like my woman, my girl. So that's the energy that you, sh- you ideally, um, and not ideally, that's the energy that's tra- attracting committed masculine men who want to take care of you, who want to provide for you, and who want to hold that masculine pull for you. Because if they don't feel like they're needed, that they can be your hero, then there's no place for them. Perhaps that's that's why you might not be attracting them. Hi, girlfriends. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, you're listening to the episode. But I quickly wanted to jump in and let you know that I have prepared something exciting for you. If you're interested in polarity, femininity, and how to embrace your feminine and how to attract primarily masculine men in your life, this announcement is going to be very useful for you because I'm talking about my signature uh, training. Uh, I'm like, how do I describe this experience? Because it's really an experience, you know. This is a signature training, my one-hour webinar that I've put together. And it honestly, it's it's been through a few iterations in the last two years. But I feel like this is the best yet training of mine that didn't come from, you know, reading two books and three courses and like coming together in a copy-paste thing that I now advise women to do. No, this has come from me, my own lived experience through my dating life and through finding and attracting the masculine men of my dreams and then marrying him and creating a family. This also came, yes, indeed, from a lot of research and learning and courses and coaches and oh my God, you name it. You know, it's been a, it's been a journey of five years for me about that time. And also this has come from my clients. So the previous training, how is this different if you've signed up for another training of my which was the lie of female success, by the way. This is different because this is now coming through a distillation of my work one-on-one with women who I've helped get to that place where they're just attracting better men and they start attracting better masculine men and are on their way to actually to a relationship eventually. Not only masculine, but also masculine committed men. So if you are in a situation where you're attracting men that are less than desirable, let's say they're feminine men who don't want to lead, don't want to take charge, and men who are unavailable, then this training is for you. I will have to call all this training, how to start attracting your masculine committed men, basically in 30 days or less. And in this training, I will share with you some of the key things that I've learned throughout this journey that are helping. That's what my work with women is based on. So in this 60-minute training, you'll find the number one reason why you're still single and can't attract a committed masculine men. It's not what you think. How to break through the pantheons of attracting unavailable or feminine men, as I said, and find your blind spot so you can attract the men you want. How to master the feminine masculine polarity so you start feeling taken care of, claimed, and finally be able to let go of control and uncover the lie of female success that's keeping you stuck, exhausted, and unfulfilled, which means in masculine energy all the time. So you can start living in freedom and joy and much, much more. So if you're interested, go to girlskill.com slash web sign up and I can't wait for you to see this training and to let me know how it went and by the way there's no replays for this so make sure you select the time that you can show up and be fully present all right I'm gonna jump off and you continue listening to this episode 
So back to my story. Um, and then I see women coming into that energy and how much more freer and fulfilling it is for them when they know how to access that, when they know how to switch from go, go, go into flow. And again, I talk about this um, in my webinar, girlskill.com slash webinar, um, if you want to know more about these shifts and, and how they work. So back to my story, you know, it was really a surprising moment for me because I wasn't in a relationship with this guy, you know, he was just, he was there. And men, men intuitively and instinctively do these things for women um, naturally. They offer to help. They offer to take care, to provide and, and to protect. And if you're a woman, if you agree with me and you know, you can comment or message me on Instagram. You know what I'm talking about. A lot of the problems, a lot of the problems stem from women not not being able to let go and actually let men help. And the women that I work with, and when we work together, they're like, "Oh my God!" When I leaned back, he leaned out. He's mowing my grass and he's changing my tires and he's doing everything. But that's because you leaned back. If you're not leaning back, there's no place for him there. So after that, after that happened, you know, he was consistently showing up like he really caught my attention and he was consistently showing up whenever we were going somewhere. He was planning everything. He was doing this. He was pursuing me. And I was like, wow, I really feel claimed by this man. And so little by little, I fell in love with him. Not because, of course, the only thing that he did is gave me money. We actually joke about this. He's like, you're a gold digger. I'm like, no. <laughs> You know, it's hilarious because uh, our story essentially like that was the moment and it was not about money. It could have been something else. You know, it was an act of, hey, what do you need? I'm here for you. You can rely on me and you can trust me. So that was the moment that everything changed for us. Um, so an action step there. And since then, he has been consistent in that. Um, you know, he has been consistent in his actions and his words. And obviously, now we have a child. And especially when you go into having a child with a man that is paramount, that you trust that he will be there and, and all of that. So I have a question here. It says, I want great courtship with presence, details, surprises, but I'm finding myself disappointed from their lack of outrageousness or originality. I want gifts. I want effort. That's so sexy. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, of course you want gifts, you want efforts. That's so sexy. Um, lack of outrageousness or originality. Look, this is actually a very subtle, very subtle dynamic. And I know, I don't know if your name is Vanera, but that's how I read you uh, here on Instagram. Uh, we've talked a little bit about kind of your dynamics with men, but how shall I talk about this? Look, obviously, like, you know, obviously it's amazing when a man is outrageous and like original and like takes you on a helicopter ride and oh my God, I don't know what, uh, does this and that. I want gifts. I want this, I want that. Like, obviously that's what we want. Um, but a lot of the times I think, oh, a Venera, okay, Venera, good, good, nice to meet you. So a lot of the times, you know, I believe that sometimes this might be a little bit of an unrealistic expectation. Like, you know, I mean, again, so yesterday, actually, I talked about rule number four, which was, I can't even remember what it was now, but we talked about, you know, 
What is the, oh yeah, he's not your other half. What is the priority that you want men to talk? Like if it's courtship, Venera, perhaps you're in, you're in a moment of courtship. Um, there are certain things that you can do to, to, to allude to that, right? I don't know if all men are naturally wired to shower with you with gifts and flowers and everything. Um, you know, they, they definitely learn about that in pickup strategies and how to court women and everything. And I feel like they naturally want to give you gifts and they naturally want to be original and effort and everything. But I think there's a subtle sense there. Like, you know, when I look at my man, my man, like, he's definitely not completely outrageous. He is original, though, but in his own way, you know, like how my man communicates and you can look into, you know, um, five love languages and things like that. That's actually really important to understand his love language. Uh, my man communicates to me with drawings of worms, I mean, this just sounds ridiculous. Uh, I can actually show you right now. Hold on. I'm just taking off my wall um, a drawing. I actually wrote an article about this on, on Medium where I, I took photos of I took photos of the worms that he was showing me. So I don't know where this started, but I think it started something like we were traveling. He just he he's 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 drawing really well. And uh, like he 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 really has a great sense of humor, and he draw like a worm on my thing. And since then, he was uh, just drawing me worms for like <laughs> four years. So I don't know if you can see this. Um, I can't even see this, but. Um Basically, so what you see right now on Instagram, and if you can't see it, obviously you can hear it. This is um, this is a photo of him. So he's one worm, and then my daughter when he, she was throwing up on him in the middle of the night. <laughs> so that was that was one night. It's it's actually like true. That's like he he gets his inspirational. Zoe was sick, and she was throwing. I mean, it was it was very traumatic for me. But that's what happened. And then uh, actually, this is really a, a, a really. A really fun one. Uh, this is what he draw for me. He draws this, sends me pictures, and then we ha ha laugh about it. This is actually um, when I told him that a woman signed up for my discovery call by searching for hashtag sexual attraction. And so this is a picture of two worms hugging in an Instagram post with a hashtag sexual attraction, uh, which is hilarious. And the last one um, that looks like that was something about, you know, me making money with my business or something so to me that's really original you know the drawings you have at your back are yours no the drawings I have in my back are just posters um drawings is a way of communicating between you that's so original yeah so you see I mean this man clearly shows um his emotion like that he also I I, I know that he, he he comes up like you know he gives me big great gifts on my birthday uh, and, he, and he really puts an effort to do that. And I he doesn't give me a lot of gifts during, you know, the month, let's say, or whatever. Although I do tell him I love gifts and it makes me feel amazing and everything. But I don't know. For him, it's not a priority. And that's why yesterday I talked about, you know, what's really important for me. It's him being in his provider protector role. And then everything else kind of comes down to he does it, he doesn't do it. I mean, I also want him to take me out to dates and find these outrageous things. And yes, I am disappointed, Venera, but I feel like if you really focus on the quality and the energy that a bring, that the man brings you and the role that he's playing, I mean, in courtship, he actually did a lot of the things like, you know, he took me to dinners and invited me to places and brainstorms, uh, brainstormed about things. So 
think about a way how you could perhaps evoke that in men, but they naturally do that once you lean back and they feel that energy that they need to pursue and court you. When when you do that, and remember, rule of thirds, you have three men around at all times, there is competition, and, and, and the more you lean back, the more he's going to come to you. But to me, that's actually not a deal breaker. Um like I would rather, that's what my man does for me, like, you know, a big gift once in a while rather than many small gifts. He does now bring me flowers. It's also a process, right? It's also, it takes time because a lot of men perhaps haven't been educated on this. So you got to communicate with them with feelings, remind them with feelings, say, I would, I love when you give me flowers. It makes me feel amazing. So feminine, just talk about it, but not in a way where, why didn't you give me flowers or you need to buy me flowers, but talk about your desires, talk about what you want and then see him show up, you know, and a man will find a way to pursue you and to communicate with you in an original way if he's really into you. That's that's my kind of thought. Uh, and if you're not getting that, see if you can ask for it. Ask in a way that is, that is a feminine way of doing it, right? So, and a lot of men are not wired to be original and creative and everything. But, you know, for me, for example, the most important is, again, that he is that protector and provider and I know that he's there. And then think of an era of ways how you could actually contribute to your own. Like, think what is, bring about, think about what are the gifts and the effort and that originality and outrageousness. What is that really about? In my sense, in my being, it's all about, I think, about excitement, about being claimed, right? About somebody making an effort to pursue you. So if he's not doing enough, obviously, like, communicate about this, lean back. But see how you can fulfill those needs in your own way, you know? If you want excitement, there's plenty of ways you can get excited about your life (laughs) and about yourself, you know? Um... You know, I started buying stuff for myself and that makes me feel amazing. Of course, it's amazing when a man does that for you, but think of ways how you can fulfill those needs in your own way and perhaps release the pressure of them and you will see that might surprise you in in a very nice way. For me, it's a huge present once a year and perhaps once in a while, you know, uh, but overall, I'm really happy with what my man does and what he needs, with what I need and that releases a lot of pressure from the relationship. So yeah, you're welcome. Um, Okay, so last thing we're going to talk about is an action step for you. So where in your life, think about where in your life men have been telling you things, but not walking their talk. Um, And know that this is a red flag and you need to set boundaries and introduce consequences. So think of ways and now going forward, I really encourage you in your dynamics with men to really pay attention to what a man tells you and know that... like, do not create, I know this is really hard to do. And, you know, when we work together, we, we could work on getting more to your body. The, like the rule of thirds, right? The rule number three. If you have three men around you, you're not going to be stuck on one man telling you amazing things. And really be, I, I don't want to say pragmatic, but a lot of the times we're in the moment where things are heated and everything, you know, you're there, it's exciting, and but it doesn't, like if a man tells you an incredible woman again, it doesn't mean you're in a relationship. So be careful with what you hear and filter through what you hear against the actions that he's doing. If he's telling you all these amazing things and then he's also calling you and courting you and doing everything... Yeah, shop for shoes until you find your fit. Exactly, uh, Beatrice. You know, if he's following all these words, 
with actions, then you know you can trust him. This is going somewhere. If he's telling you all these amazing things about you, but he's like not calling you, not consistent, not asking you out on dates and not progressing the relationship forward, that probably means he's not extremely interested in taking this to the next level. So that's your action item. And I think that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. All right, girlfriends, hope you enjoyed listening or watching to this episode. And if you did, and if you resonate with most of the things I'm saying, and you want to learn more, and you want to finally start attracting masculine men, I have an invitation for you. So, as you know, I am committed and passionate about helping successful women attract and keep committed masculine men. So I have a personal invitation for you. If you're resonating with everything and you're ready to step up and invest in yourself and take things to the next level, I'd love, love, love to talk to you and see if you'd be a fit for my work and what I do. And so Basically, what I'm doing is I'm inviting you and it's a personal invitation If you, only if you resonate because I don't work for, with everyone and I'm not here to just, you know, make a quick buck and whatever. I'm here committed to your result and I will make sure that we go until the end and that we get you the result that you want, which is start attracting better men. So I invite you to sign up to actually apply for a free discovery call with me. It's a call that is one hour long. And what we do is we talk about your current situation, where you are today, and what's wrong, quote unquote, wrong with your dynamics with men, what you don't like. And then we're going to talk about what you really want and where you want to get. And at the end, if I find that that's a good fit, I'll tell you what I do and I'll offer you to join us and uh, how we could work together. So just to give you a bit of context, this, this experience is all about and what I'm going to offer to only if I find that that's a good fit is about number one, putting yourself in the best position to start attracting committed masculine men and not through tactics and techniques or tips, tricks, whatever, but just by being you and understanding and appreciating men, thus creating a deeper relationship with yourself as a feminine essence woman and attract better committed masculine men. Number two, it's all about letting go of overworking perfectionism and the need to control by overcoming your limiting beliefs, patterns, and obstacles to rediscover your worth and enoughness and rebuilding your faith in your own voice and your own decisions and exploring your boundaries and so on and so on. Number three, it's all about letting your body lead, stop overthinking and start trusting your gut and your heart when it comes to making decisions, expanding and embracing your range of emotions, cultivating sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it. And I know if you're here, you understand and you know that the path to your masculine man who's a conscious, healthy man is through you, is through embracing your feminine nature, is through running with the wolves and embracing your wild feminine side and actually gaining power from it. And a healthy masculine man will only be attracted to that if you get to that place yourself. And last but not least, it's all about becoming deeply connected to yourself as a woman. Understand what true femininity is exploring deeper levels of intimacy, and finally becoming free, lighter, and open. Embracing basically the feminine side of polarity, because again, this is what your masculine man wants. And 
It's all about stop living in the masculine energy by pushing, doing and choosing all the time and start living in joy, freedom and your wild nature where you can surrender, where you can finally let go. Trust me, this is an amazing place to be and it's easy and joyful and it feels natural and feels like a woman. So if you resonate, go to girlskill.com slash apply and there's going to be a short survey, step one, just apply there and then the next step is to schedule a call with me. It's going to be an hour. We have fun on this call, so I hope to see you there. And my, my calendar is booked for another, I mean, booked. My calendar is open for another week. So go ahead and do that. If you don't see times that are available for you, make sure you email me because I'll always make time for you to make sure that you get your spot. All right, girlfriend, keep running with wolves and I'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>